Well, hello there, legends. Uh, welcome to the latest installment of FPL Faceoff. Uh, it is the podcast where traditionally, of course, um, two people, uh, <laughs> perhaps comedians, perhaps people, uh, compete, go face to face, face off uh, in the world of fantasy Premier League. Uh, today is a little bit of a, a, a different episode. It's a, it's a solo episode for me uh, again. Um, partly because I went on holiday and uh, therefore I'm not in a position to record at a sensible time due to all being in one room with my children. And uh, apparently it's more important that they sleep than I record an FPL podcast with Jim. So you can blame my selfish children for just hearing my uh, kind of monotone here. But uh, but that is where we are. And it's an interesting time. I'm recording this on Wednesday. Uh, Hopefully, producer Glenn is able to get it out to you in time. Uh, Again, all my fault. But I thought, you know what? The the thing with podcasts is keeping it consistent. And that is what I'm trying to do. So uh, here is a a little run through of my game week 13. Incredible how quickly the, the season is progressing and moving forward towards, um, of course, the World Cup and the big old break. Um, to run through my team, if I may, uh, I did all right, actually. Got 63 points in game week 13. Uh, it was a, uh, an interesting game week in lots of lots of ways. Uh, we had some interesting results, of course. Forrest beating Liverpool, um, which as a Man United fan is always a nice way to start the weekend, uh, particularly because quite a few people uh, captained Mo Salah and I was going to, but were it not for the early kickoff. So, um, yeah, really pleased that I avoided that. Uh, Zaha did nothing for me as Everton beat them 3-0, beat Palace 3-0. Um, City beat Brighton, of course, 3-1. And Mr Erling Haaland, as he was for so many other people, was my captain. Uh, and then Chelsea drew with United on the Saturday as well. So to run through my team, uh, finished on 63 points, which I'm pretty happy with. Uh, decided against putting Nick Pope in goal and put in Ward of Leicester. He has got many, many points for me on the bench over the last few weeks. So I was really pleased that I got that kind of decision right. He got eight points. Trippier and Cancelo got me two apiece. Um, so not particularly great from them. Uh, but the hero of the day uh, for me was Castagna, uh, who got 12 points, which was magnificent. So really, really pleased with that. Um, that was significantly more than my entire midfield. In fact, double my entire midfield, which was Zaha with one, Salah with two, Foden with one and Martinelli with two. Foden was my transfer, by the way. Uh, I did make a transfer this game week and took out Mason Mount uh, for Foden, thinking, oh, well, surely Foden will continue his red hot streak. And obviously, Pep Roulette struck again. So, uh, yeah, pretty, pretty annoying. But, you know, I'm, I'm sure I'm not the only one in that position. In fact, Foden uh, is 27.7% owned. So, you know, it's it's a big hit for, for lots of people, not just myself. Uh, up top was um, Callum Wilson with five. Again, he's really kind of snuck under the radar. I've had him for a few game weeks now and his form has been pretty good um certainly in the last kind of couple he scored um let's just have a little look here so yeah he's he's got a few kind of assists here and there he's he's not exactly set the world on fire to be honest um but he I, i've certainly had him since since fulham and he scored one and got an assist there so yeah he's doing all right um 
only two point something percent owned, I think two point three percent owned, but he is probably one that I'm kind of potentially looking at moving on, and I will explain my thinking behind that a bit later on. Uh, but it was the week of the bench, and um, I had Pope with two, Andreas with ten. Andreas has got so many points on my bench. I don't think I've actually played him uh, any week uh, this this season, but he is is doing really really well. And yeah, it's it's great to see 10 points on your bench, even better if it's followed by a six from Nico Williams that even Nico Williams, I don't think would have been expecting that. But uh, yeah, so uh, Lewis Dunk kind of topping things off there. So yeah, nice, healthy, uh, was it 19 points on my bench? Just what you want when you haven't played a bench boost. And yeah, as I say, significantly more than uh, most of most of my team bar Castagna um Ward and, and Harland really so it's it's an interesting one as I say we've got um, a pretty quick turnaround to game week 14 uh, as I record this on the Wednesday hopefully it'll be with you very soon but that will be uh, that will be Saturday is the deadline for that so let's find out how Jim Tim's got on now Jim had uh, a pretty good week as well and his form since joining the podcast he he has told me and i'm sure he won't mind me sharing uh, has been pretty damn good so well done to to jim again he's even worse on his bench unfortunately he's got raya andreas doherty and williams so a lovely 25 points on the bench there if my quick maths is uh, is anything to go by pretty poor in midfield um similarly to me uh, but raya and goal trippier um with two cancelo with two tarkovsky bit of a left field chat but I think he mentioned on the pod last week and uh, he's got him five so he's got to be happy with that Zaha Sterling Mount Martinelli one three two two um, but up front is where it's really working for for old Jimmy and um, Kane with eight Mitrovic with six and Haaland captain with 26 so Jim has finished on 59 points which is uh, a very very good score indeed and he is he's looking pretty good um, which is again always always good to see and the the FPL face-off boys are doing all right so far doing all right so looking ahead to the next game week it is red alert time which is one of the benefits of me podcasting a little bit later than normal because it looks as though our our, our hero let's 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 call him what he is uh Erling Haaland he is flagged uh, and he is He's got a knock slash fatigue slash influenza, according to Pep Guardiola. So he who has not blanked all season uh, could well be in. I say he hasn't blanked. He blanked against Liverpool. And so he has blanked. Uh, but yeah, he could be a doubt. Now, obviously, they are playing um, Leicester. So they've got a really good run of fixtures right up until the World Cup. Uh, and and beyond that, so Leicester, Fulham, Brentford are their next three. Now, it would be a crazy person who would sell Erling Haaland at this stage. I'm sure one or two people probably have. I think 5,000-odd sold him last week before his brace against Brighton, which they will be ruining, I'm sure. But, yeah, so it's an interesting one with Haaland. I, for one, will be keeping him there uh, just because I don't feel like it's it's worth well, the money that's tied up in him, apart from anything, is it, he's he's going nowhere as far as I'm concerned. So if he plays, fantastic. But if he doesn't, then he will be on the bench and he will come back hopefully for 
the two final games, Fulham and Brentford, before the World Cup. But we will see. So, yeah, that leaves me in an interesting position. Um, I almost wouldn't mind, it wouldn't be the end of the world if he didn't play because I could get uh, absolute fire off my bench and uh, Andreas would come in to play. Whereas at the moment, again, even though he's been on uh, <laughs> red-hot form, annoyingly, um, with, uh, you know, six, five, three and uh, ten in the last kind of four Andreas is on my bench at the moment and I'm looking at uh, Pope against Villa, who again, kind of out of nowhere, um, you know, it would be, it, it would be churlish of me as a Man United fan to suggest that losing Steven Gerrard could have such an instant impact on uh, the fortunes of Aston Villa, but it does seem like that's the case. So um, yeah, Pope and Trippier uh, and Wilson, as it stands, playing Villa, not as easy as it would have been were Stevie still in charge. Castagna against Leicester, don't love that. Cancelo against Leicester, again, he he could be a doubt as well. Zaha, I feel, is on last chance saloon for me. Uh, I've got a little bit of money in the bank. He has really not done what I hoped he would do when I kind of brought him in for this fantastic run of fixtures. Uh, he His form has been, been pretty weak, to be honest. Um, there was the game against Wolves where he got that uh, very good goal. But otherwise, his best performance um, since, since game week six is five points against Leeds. So um, it's it's not looking great for for him. There are a couple of options where I were to where I to transfer him out, but Southampton at home, you know, you're not really going to get rid of him before that, or you know, potentially I am, but it would be a tricky one. Southampton have looked all right. I think their last um, result they drew with um, they draw with Chelsea. I think I, I ought to know this stuff off the top of my head, of course, but um, yeah. So it's. It is, let's just have a look who they did draw with super quickly. Uh, they drew with Arsenal. Of course, it was Arsenal. I'm sure there are many of you um, screaming at your podcast player uh, that I'm being a fool and, and a fool I was. Yeah, so Southampton are, are looking all right. So it's not perhaps as easy as, uh, as as one might have thought. But yeah, so that's kind of where I'm at. Um, it would be, again, I'm really tempted to get rid of Salah. Um, but I don't think I can before they play Leeds because Leeds, despite looking quite good in their games, their results have been pretty poor. Um, defensively, it's not a good week for for the bench with Nico Williams playing Arsenal and uh, Dunk playing Chelsea. Brighton-Chelsea would be a very interesting game though, for sure. I'd love it if Brighton got something out of that. <laughs> I think as a podcaster, if I was working for the BBC or something, I would I would definitely be expected to be impartial and unbiased. But um, until that day comes, uh, unfortunately, you're stuck with old Fitzy bias, uh, which is which is fine. So yeah, interesting captaincy pick, particularly if Haaland does get injured or is, is out, um, confirmed to be out, because I think... Chances are, if he's if he's unfit, he will get a rest. Um, Leicester away again. Leicester have been in pretty good form, but with Alvarez and indeed any of their other kind of players who could play false nine, as they have done so many times, I, I don't necessarily think he'll risk it. Particularly, I think they've probably got another Champions League game before the World Cup to to squeeze in. So, although he does get that month off, it will be yeah. Keep keep an eye on the. Um, uh, kind of fixtures and press 
Um, it is the early game on Saturday as well, Leicester Man City. So again, it might be that I don't captain him just because I'm not a particularly a big fan of that. Ivan Tony is one that I wouldn't mind getting rid of, if I'm honest. But um, again, playing Wolves, Wolves, pff, I, I think decent result last week. Um, but uh, well, I say decent result last week. They lost 4-0 to Leicester. So in fact, quite the opposite. So Ivan Tony goes nowhere. Um, and it might be that I look at Mo Salah, who is, uh, as I say, playing Leeds. And it feels like that's probably quite a good good one to captain him again if I've got him in there then I might as well put the captain's armband on him that that will probably be what happens from a Man United point of view have Malassia in my team uh, I've got to be honest if I do look to make any changes uh, then the transfer that's really kind of appealing to me um, is if I get rid of Salah which again is very very tempting then I will downgrade him to Bruno Fernandes is my current thought again unlikely to do that at this stage I'll, I'll be I'll be totally honest with you but I would I would very much like to get uh, get him in I've got the free transfer this week because I did use one last week and there's a, a few different options as I say the main we've said on this podcast a uh, hundred times but the main thing is kind of putting out the fires that that you need to put out and for me, um, God blimey, Dean Henderson, top of the tree um, in terms of goalkeeper points. That is an unexpected uh, sight there. But yeah, so my kind of big issue at the moment, I think, is the strength of my defence. So I might look at, uh, I've got plenty of money in the bank, so I could potentially upgrade Dunk to uh, Saliba. Uh, they have got Chelsea next week, which is not ideal, but... Uh, again, you'd think potentially Forest and Wolves, you'd be looking at a couple of clean sheets there, whereas Dunk has got Chelsea this week, of course, uh, and then Wolves and Villa. So, yeah, maybe much of a match there, to be honest. Maybe I'll save save the transfer and see how we look. Uh, yeah, it's, as I say, a bit of a ramshackle pod this, this week. So apologies for that. Hopefully this will get into your ears at some point soon. But we can just have a very quick look through um, the FPL Faceoff League. Of course, uh, it would be rude of me not to. I'm up to 14th in the league, which is um, getting there. But it is pretty tight up at the top. Um, you've got in fifth place. So at that, um, oh, blimey, my friend Paul Hilferty uh, is with a, his team called and in last place. Unfortunately, that is not the case. Um, he is... Uh, a point ahead of me so well done to you Paul if you're listening I hope you are uh, in fifth place we have Conte Ball with Pete Squires in fourth place we've got John Eric Torsteinson who's been there or thereabouts for quite a while and um, with Cherry Pickers uh, James Bazingai with Gemo FC is in third with 776 points. You're joint tied with uh, Eric, John Eric Torsteinson. Will Lofthouse still living the dream uh, way up there with 780 points uh, in second place. Well done to you, Will. And shut the FA Cup. Um, uh, shut the fuck up, perhaps, is what how he was hoping I would pronounce that. Uh, with Frank Regan leading the way on 784 points. So I don't know exactly what your um, what your rank is. Can I find out your overall rank? I can. And um, so 62,636 in the world is where Frank Regan uh, is. I think we've got a couple of um, Scandinavian listeners or certainly people who have kind of joined the um, 
joined the the league. Uh, I say that John Eric Torsteinson looks like a French flag there, but never mind. That's absolutely fine. Either way, if you do want to join, we'd love you to. We'd we'd love to have you in in the league. There is uh, plenty of people now. I wonder if I can find Tom. Let's see. Uh, hopefully, Tom, uh, formerly of this parish, of course. Where's producer Glenn? Can I see Produ- producer Glenn is in 67th place with 700 points. Very respectable. Um, looking very good. FPL face-off. Tom is on the second sheet of our league, which is brilliant news. Interesting. Uh, so Tom is on 669 points and Jim Tim's 665. So a really nice little battle there between uh, current presenter and former presenter uh, or host of the podcast, I should say. So, yeah, that's uh, that's really lovely to see. And, yeah, who knows who will win that particular battle? Uh, but, yeah, it's uh, it's good to see. Let's see how Tom's team did. 62 points with a minus four. Um, Raya, Doherty, Perisic, Cancelo, not a great um, defensive performance. Did have Andreas, did have Bailey on the bench. Yeah, Bailey's one who I think has trolled a lot of people. Um, but he had Andreas, Madison, Sacco and Zaha in midfield, Captain Haaland. Long time. Uh, Tom went without Haaland, really, really thinking that, that he would um, do well <laughs> or not do well, I guess. And uh, yeah, he he bet against he bet against Haaland and and it didn't pay off for him. So he he's got him in now, which is good to see, and he's captained him, which is the sensible pick. Um, and yeah, he's he's doing all right by the looks of it. Would have been a, a storming week if he'd put in Ward uh, in goal instead of Raya. But I don't think anyone saw the um, Brentford performance uh, losing four 0 to Villa. I certainly didn't see that. So yeah, fair fair enough. It's a it's a decent decision. To, to go for uh, so yeah that's it uh, as I say bit of a bit of a brief pod this time and um, it's lovely to lovely to speak to you and as I say hopefully we'll uh, hopefully we'll be back well Jim and I will be back uh, to normal next week and if you do want to get in touch with the show obviously just um, find us on Twitter at FPL Faceoff and we would love to hear from you and yeah we we will see you again soon laters. 